Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Clayton Olson, who you all remember from our show a week ago, brought us a great story of a time when he went against everything his society was saying, his family was saying, his career was saying, and he's got no regrets. Well, Clayton, I would love it if you would do us a huge favor and help us illustrate the importance of following your yes, your internal guidance. And I'd actually like to start at a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in the moment, you didn't even realize you had a yes, but in hindsight, you're going to it was so clear. I have no idea why I didn't follow this guidance. Tell us about that story. What happened? Yeah. Well, this was several years ago in a previous relationship. I had been with a woman for about four years. And about three years into it, I knew that we were not compatible anymore. I knew that there was, we were just growing different directions and there was a part of me that, uh, a a large part of me that, uh, did not actually trust myself to break up with her at the time. And, uh, I was questioning whether or not what I was feeling was real. And because of that, I ended up 
prolonging the relationship uh, and taking another nine months to a year before we finally broke it off. And it was going downhill and I knew it and there was the writing was on the wall, but I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself. I was too afraid of making a mistake. I was too afraid of uh, looking back and, and regretting it and thinking that maybe I, this is just what relationship was. It's just it's going to go downhill. And this is what everybody talks about when they get older and they end up tolerating the person that you're with. And uh, after the relationship ended, I looked back and I realized that we could have saved each other both a lot of time if we just would have had the courage to actually sit down, connect and uh, end it at that point. And uh, that would be a time when I did not follow my yes. Looking back at it, I, I knew I had a gut feeling. It was just, it's clear as day looking back at it that we should have ended it about nine months to a year uh, prior to when it did. Yeah, that, that's a great example, Clayton. I, I think pretty much it's a universal example. <laughs> and I love the way you said that, that you didn't trust yourself enough to end it. And it's yeah. what you're describing is something I call maybe land where we start to doubt mm. ourselves and go, oh, maybe this is enough. Maybe this will work itself out. Maybe, 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 maybe. When yep. we already know our answer and it's not maybe, it's no, it's, yep. it's not, this is done. It doesn't, it doesn't work. But yep. we, we try and kind of push it along and maybe this will resolve itself and yada, yada, yada. And the whole time we're still not having a fulfilling experience. Yes. So yes. I love that term of not trusting yourself because that's really what it is. What if, mm -hmm. what if I'm missing out mm -hmm. on something? Maybe I don't see what's here and we miss out on our truth and our true guidance in that experience. And instead we stay in something that we know at our core is not working. So great, mm -hmm. great example. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, let's flip this around. Let's let's take an example, if you would, of, of, of a moment in time when you had a clear yes. And not only did you recognize it, but this time you followed it. Tell us that story. Mm. Yeah, so this is in the realm of business. Okay. And about five years ago, I was a uh, working for a market research company, and I was a tech sales uh, rep. And I was making good money, and I was working with a number of friends. And I had a boss that I really respected. And everything seemed perfect. And I was not fulfilled. And it took some really painful evenings of realizing that this is not the direction that I want to grow. And it was so clear. It was like a gut feeling. It was a gut feeling. And it was just this knowing of like, yeah, this is not me. It was something that I could not identify with. When I looked into the future and I saw myself growing into this career and becoming somebody who was more uh, adept at understanding different market research solutions, the vision was completely cloudy. In fact, it was, I was almost disgusted by myself doing that because I knew that wasn't me. And although I had some family, I had friends who were telling me, God, that's, they, that's crazy. You're going to leave a, a six figure salary to go start a uh, coaching business where you are one, you're really young. People aren't going to believe you. Two, uh, there's no certainty around that. Uh, the economy's in the crapper. Why would you go do that? I 
didn't listen to anybody except myself and that. And I took the leap. I saved up a little bit of cash, actually bought a house right before I quit. So because I wanted the W2 income and then quit right after I bought the house and started a business. And that was the best decision that I've, one of the best decisions I've ever made to do that because it's all worked out. You know, it hasn't been easy. It's been a total roller coaster. And has there been times where I've questioned whether or not uh, I should continue doing what I'm doing? Absolutely. But I have no regrets. And uh, saying no to that, it wasn't even an option. It was just, it almost felt like it was coming from someplace deeper that was just fate. Like, this is just my life. Like, this is where I'm going. It was something that was so intrinsically tied to my identity that to not do that would just be to completely betray myself. Um, And that's how I knew it was a yes. Yeah, that's, that's such a great example. And, you know, what you described is, is so perfect, because it's exactly what makes the yes a challenge is everything on the outside says, what are you doing? Your friends, mm-hmm. your family, culture, your your paychecks, everything's like, why am I yeah. thinking this doesn't work? It's everything everybody aspires to. Why am I not doing this? Right. And you've got to go. I, I'm the only one that understands this because it's your yes. It's not the world's yes. It's mm. yours. And nobody's going to understand yeah. it because yeah. it's not theirs. It doesn't resonate with them. There might be somebody who's been in a similar plot, spot, but they don't still have the same visceral experience you're having of no is not even an option. This mm. is my next mm-hmm. step. There's no other place to go. And, you know, you did some specific things. So, like, you could buy a house because you had a W-2, so on and so forth. So you... You were mindful of the impact it would have on your world, but at the same time, that that still wasn't going to stop you. Yeah. 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 And I wasn't even sure whether or not I was completely going to succeed. No. And and that's and that's where it took some trust to realize that I can say yes to this. And regardless, uh, I can say yes and commit to this fully and also trust that even if it doesn't go the way that I want it to, I will be okay and I will figure out how to be okay and survive and get back on my feet. And, and I think that trust is so important too, that saying yes to something doesn't, it doesn't mean that you've got to, that it's, you have to have a guarantee that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Saying yes is actually going for it and, and leaving it all on the field. And regardless of the outcome, knowing that it's something you've got to do. So you're not sitting with this, uh, this feeling of yes and betraying it for the rest of your life. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Clayton. Those have been great examples. You're very welcome. Jason Gaddis, the founder of the Relationship School, shares a great story with us of a time in his life when shame and guilt showed up and told him he had to act on his yes. Well, Jason, I would love it if you would help us illustrate the importance of paying attention to that internal guidance, what I call your yes. And where I'd love us to start is if you would share a quick example of a time in your life when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't even realize you had one, but now looking back, you realize, wow, that was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do. I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, I was in a college fraternity, and um, there was a lot of hazing going on. And I uh, 
had a gut feeling it was like not cool and uh, I was pretty sensitive but I was overriding my sensitivity at the time to try to fit in and uh, so I didn't speak up and I didn't say anything and I, I participated in the hazing and um, didn't listen to that inner voice that was like dude this is not okay yeah, no, I, I love the fact that you recognize that the what overrode your internal guidance was wanting to fit in. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's one of the biggest catalysts for us to go, no, that people think that's weird, or you can't do that, everybody's doing this. And so we disregard what we know is true for us. Yeah, yeah, I overrode a lot there, yeah. Yeah, great example. Well, let's flip this around, Jason. What, what's a time when not only did you have that clear yes, but you, you recognized it and you did follow it. Tell us that story. Well, same example. Eventually I caught on to that voice and I decided to listen to it. It took me um, probably two years in that fraternity uh, until after I actually became president of that fraternity. And then um, I kind of listened to it and I kind of started setting some boundaries. But it wasn't until I heard... Um, someone speak um, in the Midwest on hazing and I went, went to his talk that it kind of just got me and I was like it, he really validated this feeling this inner voice I had the whole time that this was not okay and that I was overriding something that I knew in my heart was um, out of integrity and so you know I remember crying at this guy's lecture and feeling like holy shit all this shame and guilt came up and then I was like all right it's time to act, and then I went back to that fraternity and I put an end to it um, as an alumni, and uh, just put my foot down. And I was hated by a lot of people, and um, uh, I felt fucking great about that decision. How um, amazing it was to turn. You know, it took me a while, but I got there eventually, and it was super empowering and something I'm really proud of to this day. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a great point. Sometimes it does take a while to actually pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of us, yeah, we're, we're uh, we have a little processing speed there. That um, you know, it's like going to lunch. You say yes to go to lunch with someone when you're really a no, and then um, you're at lunch sitting with the person, and it just feels bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like shit. Um, and then you kind of have this bad experience. The food's not good, and it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Well, no shit, because you abandon yourself. So. You, that happens enough times you start getting hip to it and it's like okay I'm gonna say no even though it's scary because I might upset this person and then um, and then it feels great but it can take a few painful lunches to get there <laughs> yes you're right painful lunches is a good way to say it excellent thank you for sharing those Jason yeah you got it thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes and for you listening I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. 
Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.